0: I'm Ruth Kramer with Mission Network News. Escalating conflict in Yemen starts us off today. We'll learn who's attacking whom and why in just a moment. Then later, trash cleanup in Hades leading to gospel opportunities. We'll unpack that story for you in just a minute. But first, Houthi militants in Yemen promised revenge following targeted overnight airstrikes by Western forces. U.S. and British teams struck eight different locations with support from Australia, Bahrain, Canada, and the Netherlands. Since November, the Houthis have launched dozens of attacks on tankers traveling through the Red Sea one of the world's busiest shipping lanes. Trey Halsey, a consultant to Middle East Ministries, says the conflict makes life in Yemen increasingly difficult.
1: The people who are really suffering are the regular average people who don't really have other options. Those in power, whether that be the UN-recognized government or the Houthis, they're benefiting from what's going on. Corruption
0: is widespread.
1: Whether it's cash or food distribution, relief work, medicine, and all of that, has to pass through ports that are controlled by people in power. And so somebody gets something before any of the aid gets to the people on the ground. Yet
0: hope remains in Yemen.
1: 10 or 15 years ago, we had scattered numbers of believers, but now we've got this distinct emergent body that is clearly Yemenis who identify as Christians and practice the sacraments of the Lord's Supper and baptism. It's still dangerous in Yemen to publicly identify yourself as anything other than Muslim, but we can confidently say there are about 7,000 believers living in Yemen, and they are doing wonderful things.
0: Next, Libya remains one of the world's toughest places to follow Christ. A woman we'll call Marina is a Libyan Christian from a Muslim background. She describes an everyday example of persecution in a recent conversation with the Voice of the Martyrs Canada.
1: When one young lady's dad discovered she was a Christian, he beat his daughter many times and closed and locked the door. He didn't allow her to use the toilet. She was treated like an animal. She was beaten again and again. Another lady's Muslim husband divorced her when he found out she was a Christian. When her son was born, the husband wouldn't allow his son to have his name so the boy won't be able to go to school or have an identity.
0: There are few believers in Libya, and it's extremely difficult for them to practice their faith openly. Christians are beaten, rejected by their Muslim families and friends, and sometimes killed. Omar, another Libyan who left Islam to follow Jesus, says,
1: Let me tell you a story about a brother. When he accepted Jesus into his life, he started to share his faith with his family, and they told the radical Muslims about it and they were going to kill him as an infidel under Sharia law. He was put in jail, and the judge said he should be killed.
0: Pray that believers from a Muslim background will stand firm in Libya, despite threats of suffering and death. And finally, the month of December brought a lot of rain to Haiti, and with it, a significant amount of flooding in Cap Haitian. Rosalind DeHart from For Haiti With Love says,
2: Whenever there's rain, there's always floods because of all the trash that on in the streets. And when it rains, then they get mudslides from the mountains because the people cut down the trees to make charcoal. Then you have the problem with the mudslides going through town and then taking all the trash with it, and then just leaving
0: it in town. The trash littering the streets is a longstanding issue. In June, more than 37,000 people were affected by flooding and landslides, many losing their homes and belongings. The flooding even prompted a recent $34.8 million waste management project DeHart says For Haiti With Love has made it part of their mission to help with the cleanup efforts.
2: We try to see what we can do in picking, cleaning it up.
0: For Haiti With Love also brings food to people at their houses when they aren't able to get to the market due to the flooding.
2: They always ask, why are we doing this? We always tell them that it's all because of Jesus loves them and
0: wants them to have it. DeHart asks that you join her in praying lovingly for strength, wisdom, and courage for For Haiti With Love as well as finding other ways to come alongside the ministry.
2: Contribution is what makes it able for us to be able to continue to help the poor.
0: Thanks for listening to Mission Network News, a service of One Way Ministries. We are listener supported by people just like you. So by giving to Mission Network News, you enable us to keep the stories of God's kingdom coming. So join us here on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can also find us on Alexa, iTunes, or TWR 360. Look for links at missionnews.org. I'm Ruth Kramer.